The friend looked at me in surprise. He closed the book and said, "All right, I will not argue any more." I was glad. He never discussed the subject again. But he did not cease to worry about me. He smoked and drank, but he never asked me to do so. In fact, he asked me to remain away from both. His one anxiety was lest I should become very weak without meat and thus be unable to feel at home in England. That is how I served my apprenticeship for a month. The friend's house was in Richmond, and it was not possible to go to London more than once or twice a week. Dr. Mehta and S.G.T. Dalparam Sukla therefore decided that I should be put with some family. S.G.T. Sukla hit upon an Anglo-Indian's house in West. Kensington and placed me there the landlady was a widow i told her about my woe the old lady promised to look after me properly and i took up my residence in her house here too i practically had to starve i had sent for sweets and other eatables from home but nothing had yet come everything was insipid every day the old lady asked me whether i liked the food but what could she do i was still as shy as ever and dare not ask for more than was put before me she had two daughters they insisted on serving me with an extra slice or two of bread but little did they know that nothing less than a loaf would have filled me but i had found my feet now i had not yet started upon my regular studies i had just begun reading newspapers thanks to sgt sukla in india i had never read a newspaper but here i succeeded in cultivating a liking for them by regular reading i always glanced over the daily news the daily telegraph and the pall mall gazette this took me hardly an hour i therefore began to wonder about i launched out in search of a vegetarian restaurant the landlady had told me that there were such places in the city i would trot 10 or 12 miles each day go into a cheap restaurant and eat my fill of bread but would never be satisfied during these wanderings i once hit on a vegetarian restaurant in farringdon street The sight of it filled me with the same joy that a child feels on getting a things after its own hurt. Before I entered, I noticed books for sale exhibited under a glass window near the door. I saw among them Saul's plea for vegetarianism. This 
I purchased for a ceiling and went straight to the dining room. This was my first hearty meal since my arrival in England. God had come to my aid. I read Saul's book from cover to cover and was very much impressed by it. From the date of reading this book, I may claim to have become a vegetarian by choice. I blazed the day on which I had taken the vow before my mother. I had all along abstained from meat in the interest of truth and of the vow I had taken, but had wished at the same time that every Indian should be a meat eater and had looked forward to being one myself freely and openly some day and to enlisting others in the cause the choice was now made in a favor of vegetarianism the spread of which henceforward became my mission ending the chapter 14 my choice